I kind of come from a background that was was quite hostile towards Islam. It, it was a very Islamophobic background. So um, Islam was the last thing to be looked at. And it was only until I, ha I had a Muslim friend who, you know, they didn't give me da'wah. They had zero interest in giving me da'wah in the sense of they didn't think I'd be receptive to it because of that background. Um, but they just said to me once, why don't you read the Qur'an? Right? You know, you've looked into all these religions. Why don't you read the Qur'an? And I was like, why not? I mean, at this point, I'd looked into multiple different religions and cultures, uh, looked into kind of like Zen Buddhism and all of these. I looked into everything at this point and thought, why not? I'll give this a go. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. My name is Ibrahim or my birth name is Reese Byfield and I converted to Islam when I was 17 and now alhamdulillah 12 years later and uh, I've gone on my journey. So before I converted to Islam, I, well, I suppose it makes sense to kind of give a backdrop of my family household. So my mum is a uh, English lady. She uh, comes from a Christian background, though her, she herself um, isn't practicing and I wouldn't say actually kind of believes in that she's more of a agnostic type she believes in something but she doesn't really she's not a member of an organized religion as for my father he comes from a Punjabi background so I'm mixed race um, he comes from a Sikh Punjabi background and he as well as he himself he's not practicing and is probably kind of switches between being an atheist and an agnostic Somewhere, somewhere between the, between that. So my kind of background was a sort of very much a liberalism focused household um, with a variety of cultural influences and uh, religious experiences, even though those weren't pushed on me or, or even embraced by me. Um, so just with that background, the idea of God was always there, though I didn't necessarily follow a particular religion. And when I was about 15, I started looking into religions and um, kind of just went across the different different kind of journeys about, um, you know, looking into different religions and things like that. But in, in, in a nutshell, I always had a general sense of God, but wasn't a member of a religion. So what kind of led me towards Islam was my search for different religions. Um, I kind of looked into a bit of everything like I, at my first point was I kind of thought oh I'll look at um, I'll look at into kind of the oldest religions I'll look into uh, you know the Egyptian belief system I looked into Hinduism I looked into Judaism and I also f flirted with atheism for a while which is kind of during the peak of Stephen Hawking's I, I watched like a three-hour YouTube lecture of his that he did about the beginning of the universe and he went through you know a long process of describing how the universe came and when he got to the beginning of how the universe started his only answer was it came from nothing and when he said that you know i had been watching it for you know two hours and 50 minutes at this point and i was like no no he was gonna say he should be saying god like that was kind of the conclusion. So it was it was kind of Stephen Hawking's contributed towards my theism quite strongly. Um, as for Islam itself, 
um, I kind of come from a background that was was quite hostile towards Islam. It, it was a very Islamophobic background. So um, Islam was the last thing to be looked at. And it was only until I, ha I had a Muslim friend who, you know, they didn't give me da'wah. They had zero interest in giving me da'wah in the sense of they didn't think I'd be receptive to it because of that background. Um, but they just said to me once, why don't you read the Qur'an? Right? You know, you've looked into all these religions. Why don't you read the Qur'an? And I was like, why not? I mean, at this point, I'd looked into multiple different religions and cultures. Uh, looked into kind of like Zen Buddhism and all of these. I looked into everything at this point and thought, why not? I'll give this a go. And uh, I remember reading the Quran. First started from Surah Fatiha. And I read Surah Fatiha and my impression of it probably was is not going to be uh, well received. But I just read it and, and thought, this is the same as any other kind of holy book. There's a guy, God, and... He's asserting his authority over everyone, and for me, I was just like, you know, this is what's, what's the difference between this and the other religions. However, when I started reading the Quran and I read it every day, and what I found is I I started get really building an attachment with it. Its simplicity, its style, the way it got to the point. They didn't have me reading like you know facts about this is the sun and so and so and all of this and telling me about you know five generations before getting to the point it just got to the point and its message was clear and the morals of the story and the in, the message and the laws that were being discussed were so clear and, and were just pure common sense and it was this commonsensical nature of of what Allah God most high was telling us to do that really appealed to me the fact that it just made pure sense and it was like this is what we should be doing anyway. And that's what really drew me in. So in essence, it's the, it was the Qur'an that was the ma major influence for me uh, becoming a Muslim. The events that kind of led up to my Shahada were, after I'd read the Qur'an, I essentially believed in Islam. But I wasn't ready to kind of convert. There were many things at that time in my life. You know, I was a young 17 year old boy doing the things that 17 year old boys do um, I wasn't really interested in in not doing those things and stopping those things um, However one day I was kind of just watching uh, You know different YouTube videos and stuff like that and I watched a, a series about the day of judgment and it, to be honest it was a bit of a conspiracy theory series, but I wasn't really interested in, I wasn't really swayed by the conspiracy theory stuff. I was more interested in uh, the Day of Judgment. And because I, whilst I'm reading the Quran, I'm, I'm hearing about it, but I'm not kind of uh, being given a, a, a full um, from start to finish picture and then the signs of the Day of Judgment. Because I didn't really engage with Hadith, I kind of stuck with just reading the Quran. And at this time period, I didn't really know. I knew that hadith were reports about the Prophet Muhammad, his sayings and things like that but I uh, didn't really go into it. So when I saw this series about the Day of Judgment, it really put fear in my heart and I called my friend and said, I need to become Muslim now, now, I don't want to die and not be Muslim. And he was, he's like, oh, just call me tomorrow. I'm like, no, now, now, now. <laughs> and then he's like, cool, have a shower, 
we're going to my uncle's house and then his uncle was there my friend was there and his two aunties were there and funny enough i don't know why but this guy i was there in front of him but he also had a skype call with some of his friends <laughs> listening in so i gave uh, i done my shahada with um his aunties uh, my friend his uncle and some people from somalia on skype <laughs> i took my shahada just after my 17th birth sorry yes just after my 17th birthday which was in october and which give basically gives me a full <laughs> a full year before ramadan comes um so you know i went through the process of um learning how to pray and having some time to kind of build up to ramadan um but i didn't really know much about it other than you know you fast so when ramadan came along it was quite difficult um not because i didn't know how to i didn't know about fasting and prayer i'd had you know a year to kind of learn these things uh but it was difficult because i my parents didn't know i was muslim um i didn't know how they were going to take it so i kept it a secret from them for that year and it stayed a secret for roughly two years anyway in this in this first ramadan I didn't really know what to do because you know I I just finished my first year of college I didn't have a job I couldn't buy any food for myself because I didn't really have any money and there was just no halal food in the house and also it was difficult because um you know they'd be cooking food haram food for me and I couldn't eat it I had to pretend to eat it and chuck it away and um it wasn't so difficult in terms of prayer because I used to I used to be out all the time anyway so I just went to the mosque and stayed there until Isha and came home um but the food was a problem so I didn't know what to do and besides when I went to the masjid for for maghrib and ate some dates and crisps or whatever was there I didn't have anything to eat and it was it's actually quite embarrassing how someone found out right so what happened was um there was a person who was like you know why are you always going to do wudu so much Yeah like why are you going I'm like oh um you know don't, why don't you just go to the toilet and think cuz I was praying tarawih and like going to do wudu like every, every like every other every other like second uh, unit right and they're like why don't you just go to the toilet then you wouldn't have the problem I'm like I'm like basically and obviously this brother's really pressing me so I'm like basically I can't go to the toilet cuz I'm not eating and I don't have uh, I don't have anything to go to the toilet with right and then he's like what do you mean you know i was like i don't have any halal food and uh, this brother who was involved in the masjid he owned a restaurant that was next door to the masjid and he was like come yeah come to the masjid to eat yeah and uh, so i started eating uh, there every now and then now uh, during this process i had a very close friend uh, who wasn't a very practicing muslim at the time who went to my secondary school and he came to know that I'd become muslim so he got in contact with me and started speaking and naturally uh ramadan is an incredibly lonely time for converts because they don't have anyone around them and especially in my situation because I didn't really know many muslims at the time however this brother got in contact with me and uh you know we started meeting up and then he was like why don't you just come have your iftar and suhoor at my house like in fact why don't you just stay over at my house for the whole month right and then every ramadan after that i basically stayed over at his house and 
his home became like my second home. And uh, yeah, so that, that's how, that's how uh, Ramadan went for me. So my, my most distinct memory from Ramadan is quite an embarrassing one. And it involves our beloved channel, Islam channel. Um, so it was my first or second fast, right? And I had never fasted. This is my first Ramadan. I'd never fasted a day in my life. I'd never not eaten breakfast and never not drank water, right? So I was really tired and I had a really busy day because we played football in the morning. We did this, we did that. I was dying at the end of the day. I was like looking at the time, counting the minutes. And I was really tired, so I just fell asleep and took a nap. And I took a nap next to the TV. Next thing you know, I just hear the adhan booming in my ear. So I jumped up, grabbed the water, chucked it down my throat, ate the dates. And then my friend's brother comes in and goes, no, 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 that's just an advert. <laughs> and I'm like, no. <laughs> um, so yeah, I have to say that is my most comical and distinct memory of Ramadan. <laughs> my advice for a new Muslim coming to Ramadan would be that you need to get out there, you need to, you know, obviously it's, it, there is an obligation on people to support you, but you can't be in your bubble. You have to, you have to get out there, you have, it's your job as well to connect with people. So connect with people, discuss things, see if there's any friends that you have that are Muslim, connect with them. Also, say, you know, pace yourself. It's a long journey. Um, it takes a long time to get into, to get settled into the religion, to build yourself up, to build your Iman up, and also to cleanse yourself of past habits and behaviours. So take things slow, just, just focus on your fast and that's it. Don't worry about all of the additional things that are taking place in Ramadan. Focus on your fast, focus on developing a relationship with Allah, fasting and dua. And then for future years you can add things in inshallah. For those that are born Muslim, we have to see that it is a real obligation to take care of converts. Alhamdulillah, in my case, I was really lucky to, to come across some born Muslims that took care of me and guided me. But think about it. Imagine, you know, I'm going for a time period where my family don't know. I'm keeping this secret. I'm going to whole new levels of secrecy. And I don't have any food to eat. There's nothing I can eat. I w if I was to eat at home, maybe, uh, and, and my household was one that didn't really buy snacks either. So there was no crisps or anything laying around. It would have been, I would have just been breaking my fast with water and maybe I might get lucky and get a chocolate bar. So imagine you could just open your home or you don't even need to do that. You can just, if you know there's a comfort, just take them out for a meal. Take them under your wing, make sure they're okay. Be a shoulder for them. Mm -hmm.